Welcome to another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm Evan Jones, your host. We've got another full episode this week. First, we will go through the state volleyball results on the podcast as we had three teams in the conference make it to state. Following that, we will visit with Lauren Carpenter, head coach of the Cambridge Trojan volleyball team, as her group made it to the state title match as they fell to Overton. Then we will go through the weekly football scoreboard brought to you by MNB Realty as we had two teams still alive in the playoffs. Unfortunately, they both lost, that being Arapahoe and Dundee County Stratton. After we go through the scoreboard, we will talk with Dustin Kronhoffman of Arapahoe as they fell to Stanton in the quarterfinals. Finally in the show, we will have our Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. As always, visit rpacrundown.com for anything RPAC-related, like our weekly blogs. We'll take a break. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated, here to serve Arapahoe and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. Gym memberships are available, $15 for individuals, $20 for families. It was a busy weekend from Lincoln as the NSAA State Volleyball Championships took place. We were in attendance as we had three teams in the conference qualify, Cambridge, Wallace, and Southwest. Let's begin with Thursday's action. Cambridge was the number one seed in Class D2 and they faced number eight-seeded Shelton. The Trojans beat the Bulldogs in four sets, 25-18, 21-25, 25-15, and 25-19. Jalen Kent and Aaron Johnson had monster matches as they had 25 and 26 kills respectively. So they moved on to the semifinals, did the Trojans. Wallace entered the Class D2 tournament as the number four seed. They played the number five seed, Why Not? The Wildcats could not keep up, falling in three sets, 25-22, 25-11, and 25-20. Kendall Fleming had a nice match with 14 kills. Wallace had a great year, finishing at 27-5. and now moving to Class D1, Southwest was the number two seed and played Elgin Public Pope John. It was a tough match going five sets and the Rough Riders fell in sets one and two, going to the Wolfpack 25-23, 26-24. Then they took the third and fourth sets did Southwest at 25-23 and 25-19. But the fifth set went to Elgin Public Pope John 15-10. And Peyton Truxa had a great match for Southwest with 21 kills. The Rough Riders closed out the 2023 season at 29-4. and Now for Cambridge, they moved on to the semifinals on Friday and played number 5 seed Why Not. They were able to beat Why Not in four sets, 25-17, 25-20, 15-25, and 25-21. Jalen Kent was great again, this time with 24 kills. Bailey Allmeyer added 25 digs in the match. With the win, Cambridge moved to the state championship match for the first time since 2008 and seeking their second-ever title. Cambridge was set to take on number 2 seeded Overton for the third time this season, with each team taking a match against one another. The Trojans lost in straight sets 25-21, 25-21, and 29-27. Jalen Kent and Aaron Johnson each had 13 kills. Allmeyer again was great on defense with 26 digs in the match. Mallory Springer had 31 assists, too. Cambridge claimed their third, second-place finish at state with the loss. 
The weekend was a ton of fun and the RPAC represented well. We'd like to thank these businesses for sponsoring our coverage at the state tournament. Hilltop Seeds, Bessler Industries, NCP, Onyx Native, Hometown Agency, Anu, Farmers National Company, Lori Harding, Real Estate Sales, First Central Bank, Foster Sales, Pinpoint, Cambridge Supermarket, Crabelli Physical Therapy, Webb's Oil Field Service, Medicine Creek Dentistry, MNB Realty, Channel C, Republican River Suppliers, Medicine Creek Counseling, Lord's Hardware and Furniture, Amateurs Bar and Grill, JBK Operating, Midwest Ag Products, and Waypoint Bank. We'll take a break and then visit with Lauren Carpenter, head coach of the Cambridge Volleyball Team. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Coffee, cappuccinos, and breakfast pizza. Just a few great things you can get at C-Plus and Bertrand on your way to work in the mornings. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. Here at Crabelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is Lauren Carpenter, head coach of the Cambridge Trojan Volleyball Team. Her group just finished as runner-up at the Class D2 NSAA State Volleyball Tournament. Lauren, let's move back a little bit. We'll go to the start of the state tournament when you play Shelton in the first round. You start out really strong in that first set. You drop the second one, but then you reel off a couple more sets to win. What adjustments versus Shelton did you make to get that victory? Yeah, so against Shelton, um, the first couple sets, they were excited. They were, you know, pumped up to be at state. They were excited about the atmosphere. Um, And then that third set, we kind of slipped and we came out soft, um, a little soft and sitting back on our heels, just not ready. And Shelton was ready to fight back, um, trying to push it to a a five set match at least. Um, But, you know, the girls, you know, decided we want to get over this hump with, you know, not, we don't want to go home first round. Let's get over this hump. Let's get to the second round. And that's just what they did. They, they finished, they finished strong against Sheldon. Now against why not kind of a similar situation for your team, but, but of course it was a little bit rocky in that one set that your group dropped. It just wasn't solid volleyball. What kind of discussions were had with the team during, during that scenario? Um, we just talked about what was important. What was our end goal? How can we get ourselves? What do we need to do to refocus? Why not came out strong? Um, they scouted us really well against the game against Shelton. So things that we did really good against Shelton, they were ready to stop that. Why not was ready to stop that. Um, when we played them, they shut down Aaron Johnson. They were solid, solid and strong up at the net and blocking. So we just had to figure out ways to get around that and what we could do to help our team advance. Now, so. now that championship match, Lauren against Overton third time battling them, each team had won a match against one another. Looking at that match as a whole, what were some of your takeaways as a coach? You know, the atmosphere was entirely different. Um, After playing two rounds in the PBA, the girls started to be a little bit more comfortable in there. And so stepping into the Devaney was a lot of pressure. It was an entirely different stage. You know, the cameras, the lights, the the fans, the atmosphere, everything was just entirely different. And I will say we we let the nerves get the best of us. Um, But other than that, just as far as playing Overton, 
they were bound and determined to not lose to us twice in a row. Uh, they had been on that, um, you know, state title stage last year, and you could just tell that they were more comfortable and confident in themselves as a team than what we had going into that match against Overton. Um, so, you know, we, we battled hard. The girls, the girls worked hard. They pushed themselves to limits that they didn't know existed. And um, unfortunately, we, we did fall a little short against them. And as you mentioned, pretty special playing in the Bob Devaney Sports Center. Was that talked about much prior to that match, how exciting it would be to play there? Yes. Oh, man. We talked about it a lot. Um, And I think talking about it and trying to visualize yourselves there is one thing, but actually showing up two feet on the ground in the Bob Devaney was just an entirely different story. Um, it's definitely an experience that some of those girls will, will forever have and never forget about. Um, so it was, it was definitely an interesting, you know, an interesting atmosphere. Like I said, the girls were finally by round two at, at the PBA, they were finally comfortable. They had things figured out as far as the court, the, you know, the lighting, the, the, you know, backdrops and things like that. So just playing in the Devaney was just an entirely different story. And, but it was a great experience. Now let's talk a little bit about your seniors. What does that group meant of Jalen Kent, Bailey Allmeyer, Brylin Springer, and Leah Downer? What, what have they meant to the program? Oh man. Um, well, I, I'm going to miss them tremendously. Um, starting out, I have been with them for all four years of high school. I started when they started as freshmen. Um, so it's really hard to say goodbye to them um, since they've been with me in this program for the past four years. Jalen and Bailey both played and started as freshman girls. Um, a little bit halfway through the season of their freshman year, Bailey took on that libero role. And so since then, she's been our um she's been our libero so it's going to be hard for you know to show to to fill those shoes um as a libero and same with Jalen you know she's been running running right along um since her freshman year and then Brylin um as well she started for us her sophomore year and Leah too um and you know Leah went out with an injury this season so her leadership role on this team did change, you know, just from a bench perspective, she brought a lot of energy from the bench, a lot of insight from the bench as well to her teammates. And, you know, just as a a collectively as a group, we're really going to miss their leadership and, you know, just their experience that they brought to this team. Many thanks to Lauren Carpenter, head coach of the Cambridge volleyball team for joining us on the RPAC rundown podcast. We will take a break. And when we come back, We will look at the weekly football scoreboard brought to you by MNB Realty. Cross Diamond Cattle Company, located in Bertrand, is dedicated to raising top quality red Angus genetics and providing great customer service. Cross Diamond Cattle Company would like to wish area athletes the best of luck. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats, along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. Last week was the quarterfinals of the playoffs for a pair of RPAC football teams still in the mix. Let's take a look at the scores brought to you by MNB Realty. The RPAC Rundown Weekly Football Scoreboard is brought to you by MNB Realty. MNB Realty is a full-service real estate agency that specializes in residential, commercial, agriculture, farms, and ranches. In Class D1, it was number one-seeded Stanton who beat number eight-seeded Arapaho, 58-28. 
In the Class D2 postseason, number 11 seeded Howells Dodge beat number 3 seeded Dundee County Stratton, 36-28. to We'd like to thank our great sponsor of the weekly football scoreboard, MNB Realty. We'll take a break and then visit with Dustin Kronhoffman, head coach of the Arapahoe Warrior football team. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. JBK Operating LLC is available for all of your oil field hot oiling, steaming, and well pumping needs. Contact J Webb at 308 340 0741 and see how JBK Operating LLC in Cambridge can help you. Good luck to the area athletes from JBK Operating LLC. At Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation, we believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things that you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out the website, scoutsrecreation.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. We now have Dustin Kronhoffman, head coach of the Arapaho football team, joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast. The Warriors wrapped up their season on Friday evening as they made it to the quarterfinals in the state playoffs before, before falling to number one seeded Stanton. Well, Coach, let's begin with the game itself. You fell on that one, fifty-eight to twenty-eight. What were some of your takeaways, Coach? You know, we ran into a really good team in Stanton. Um, our guys, you know, saw firsthand what a uh, you know semifinal and championship team looks like, and uh, hopefully, we take that back home and and decide to put in a little bit more work, uh, get bigger and stronger, so we can take on some of those teams. Uh, in the future. Later in this season, you've kind of experimented with the quarterback position. Coach, you put Cade Fisher back there, appeared. He played the majority of the snaps against Stanton. What was some of the thoughts there on putting him there and also moving Trenton Roskop around on the offensive side for your group? Um, really, it was out of necessity. Um, Will Casey didn't practice all week. We didn't, we didn't, going into the game, we didn't think we were going to have him. Um, trainer didn't think he he was going to be able to play so um Trent's a really good blocking tight end so we had him there um and basically Cade Cade took all the snaps in uh during the week um and that was to get our best eight on the field and the positions uh that made the team the strongest um and with Trenton at at tight end um he's a lot better blocker uh than Cade was so um, that had our best eight out there in uh, in the best eight positions for us. And Kate does a really good job for us. Um, he runs the option well and and can throw the ball. Um, so that was that was the thinking there. And and you know game time, Will was able to play and and um, had you know was running decent. So um, we moved we've Trenton there for a couple series, but ultimately we we stayed with Kate because he he got the majority of the reps. And Cade had a pretty nice game, it looked like, with 72 yards rushing. As you mentioned, you kind of moved him there out of necessity. But did you feel like the quarterback run game was maybe something you could do well against Stanton? 
you know, they're going to load the box, and, and those guys are big and fast and strong, so you're going to need every blocker you can. And so when you're blocking with seven, uh, that ultimately helps uh, instead of just, you know, handing it off. Um, but we, we planned on doing the same thing if Trent was back there as well. Um, so the game plan didn't really change. It just changed on who was, who was back there. Now, Coach, looking at this season as a whole, when you look back at some of the games you played, what, what's maybe a memory or two that sticks out from the 2023 campaign? You know, uh, first game of the year, we didn't really know what we had. We knew we had some talent, but uh, didn't really know how the season was going to go. And, and, you know, first game started off pretty slow for us. We ultimately, you know, scored you know, 24 points in about three minutes against Arcadia Loop City. And that was a, that was a really great moment for our guys and, and got some confidence in them. And, and our confidence just kind of grew from there. And, you know, winning nine, nine games um, is nothing to scoff at. So, you know, it was a really fun season. And, you know, a lot of these guys played last year. And, and just seeing the development and the growth that they had from last year to this year and some guys stepping into new roles, it was great to see. And, uh, Really proud of the way our guys uh, came into the year. You know, this summer, you wouldn't have think you wouldn't have thought we would have been a four-win team um, at some of the camps. But you know, fall camp came and we were able to get things uh, ironed out and and squared away. And these guys really improved throughout the year. Now let's look a little bit at the future. I know that can be kind of hard to do just a few days after a loss. You return a ton of guys for next year. You lose a senior, Rafe Hill. He'll be hard to replace on both sides of the ball. But for the group returning, you have to be excited about who's going to be coming back for the Warriors. Yeah, you know, we return everybody. Um, but Rafe Hill, um, you know, these guys are going to have expectations on them. You know, people or coaches from around the state, Ori, you know, kind of think we should be good. But you know, if we don't put any work in in the summer, we're not going to get any better. So, yeah, there, there's going to be expectations on these guys. And what are they going to do with those expectations? Are they just going to sit on them and, and hope everything, you know, comes to fruition? Or are they going to get back in the weight room and, and put on some strength and put on some put on some good weight so we can, you know, play with the Stantons, the Croftons, uh, the Santa Creeks of the world or of the state. So, you know, they're, they're you know, there will be expectations based on what this group did this year and, and having everybody come back. So, you know, what's that pressure going to do to us? All right. And final one for you, coach, which, uh, which pregame steak was the best one this season? You know, you know, they're all good. Um, (laughs) man, you know, that tomahawk at the beginning of the year and tomahawk at the end of the year were, were great. Um, but you know, Anytime, anytime you're grilling, anytime you're having some Nebraska beef, it's all going to be good. Many thanks to Dustin Kronhoffman, head coach of the Arapahoe Warrior football team, for joining us on this week's episode of the RPAC Rundown podcast. After that discussion about stakes at the end, I could go for one right now. We'll take a break, and when we come back, it'll be time to announce the Athletes of the Week, brought to you by First Central Bank. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do. People who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best. People willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. 
To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say, First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back. It's time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. Let's plan for tomorrow together. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Our female athlete of the week goes to Jalen Kent of Cambridge. She was pivotal in leading Cambridge to a runner-up finish in the Class D2 State Volleyball Tournament. She had 62 kills and 66 digs across the three matches they played in Lincoln. Our male athlete of the week goes to Jackson Kirchel of Dundee County Stratton. He was a monster on the defensive side for the Tigers. He racked up 16 tackles in their 36-28 loss to Howells Dodge in the Class D2 quarterfinals. Once again, our Athletes of the Week are brought to you by First Central Bank, member FDIC. That will do it for this episode. As always, go to rpacrundown.com and follow us on social media for all of your RPAC needs. We have our winter edition of the magazine coming soon. Of course, we partnered with Camus Publishing to do that as well, again, for the winter edition. So we are fired up to have that. And also, we've got some other items on the way too. Stay tuned. We'll catch you next time.